Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 125 how to know if you're settling. This is the question. Oh my gosh, this word gets thrown around so much. And plagues so many women, yes. right? I, I, I wanted to do this episode topic because over and over and over, it's this, am I settling? Is what thousands of women are asking themselves all over the world. And we want to help you navigate the answer to that and also also unpack this whole idea of settling because I feel like you're you're gonna have a rant around settle down. Yeah with with someone and just yeah. this idea and we are you know we right before we hit record we were both talking about that we want to make really clear that giving up the fairy tale is not giving up love. Yeah. That so much of this, ep this podcast is about the recognition that what our culture has been teaching about love is not fucking love. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not love to be obsessed with someone. It's not love to not be able to function without another person. It's not love that you think you can only be happy if you have a relationship. It's not love just because you have pretty pictures on Instagram or a beautiful wedding right? Love is the depth and meaning that you experience when you're your authentic self in the world and are showing up as you are moment by moment. Love is what happens when you share who you are with the world, when you're not dependent on someone else making you happy, giving you purpose, making you feel anything because you know you're worthy and valuable because you exist. And when I think of the how to know if you're settling, a lot of what's happening is women are willing to give up so much just to have a warm body next to them in the room that if you're constantly asking, am I settling? Am I settling? The answer is probably yes. Mm. And that's what I kind of want to throw in that for eight years with my husband, I've never asked myself that fucking question. Yes. Yeah. But I ask that question every day yes. with my ex. Yeah. You know, it, even in just hearing you talk, there's a there's like a victim, like powerlessness in even the question. Yes. It's yes. like, am I settling? The am princess. I? Like, you're, it's like, you're not in control. You don't know how you feel. What, like, when you're asking that question, first of all, you're in the wrong place. You're in your head and not your heart and not your body. Your body knows when something's aligned and not aligned. And, you know, sometimes relationships take, longer to wrap up. Like Jeff and I took, you know, an extra couple of years than maybe it would have if COVID didn't happen or who knows, but it, you know, sometimes, you know, a relationship is coming to completion within yourself, but sometimes it takes time to get the courage or to have the right 
So I also want to wrap this up in grace and compassion for yourself as you figure out whether you're in an aligned partnership or you're dating someone who's aligned or not. Um, it, it is, it's muddily, it's confusing. And I think it's, it's the dance between our heads and our hearts and like our hearts know when we feel good, our bodies know when we feel good, when we feel met, we talk, I had a client reach out and ask what we mean by that, Mm. this idea of feeling met. And for me, it's this feeling of like, it just being easy. Like my, my mind is stimulated. We have interesting conversations, my heart, like I feel met in my heart, in my emotional world in my spiritual, like all the most important aspects of me feel like they're met, they're be, I'm, I'm, we're connecting on that level and there's an ease to it. And when something's out of, so it's like not, again, it also reminds me of the episode of should I say or should I go? It's like yeah. the wrong question. If I'm, if I'm talking about, am I settling? That's the wrong question. Cause then you're in your head. How about the question is, do I, does this feel aligned with who I am and who I'm becoming? Do I feel like I get to be all of me and I feel celebrated and I feel cherished and I feel, I feel met. And Can so I add to that about being met yes. that it's, it's equal energy yes. is being totally. brought to the table. Yes. So it's, it's yes to all of those levels. But when we think of why, like where the settling comes from and what gets us so fired up about the podcast is women who are in relationships doing all of the work. Yeah. Right. Like women who are, you're bringing a hundred percent and he's bringing like five and you're telling yourself that that's enough. Yeah. Right. Being met in relationship is we're both psyched to freaking be here. We both bring all of who we are to the table and contributing to the, and are contributing to the relationship. And there's reciprocity and it doesn't mean 50, 50 actually because relationships will have seasons and changes. And that's part of it too. I've been saying to people lately, feel the difference between a circumstance and a pattern, right? Because you could say when Andrew was sick, I was not met. Andrew brought 0% to our relationship when Andrew was sick, but that was a circumstance. That's not who my husband is. And so a lot of people, there's circumstances in life that then they'll say to themselves, oh, this is the wrong relationship. Rather than looking at what is the pattern of behavior, what's the energetic blueprint that's been there for a while that you're ignoring. And so I love what you just said too, that it's not about the question. I mean, it's not, am I settling? It's, am I met? Am I aligned? Am I happy? Right. Am I bringing myself fully? Because the other side of this is people who just make big entitled demands about their partner and tell themselves, oh, if he or she were different, then I'd be okay. Rather than taking inventory of how am I actually bringing myself in my relationship, right? Who am I in this relationship? Because if you are unrecognizable to yourself in the relationship, that's not a great relationship for you. If your whole relationship, you're just acting out your codependent patterns, your saboteur patterns, it's not a good relationship for you right? And this isn't about like, how do I make this work? It's like, you know, believing that you deserve to be met, that it gets to be easy. Most of the time, this isn't about like, you know, no relationship takes effort, but it's easy. Like most of the time, (laughs) most of the time. 
Yeah. And I think that you can't even know. So if your patterns are leading your relationship, that's yeah. why knowing your saboteur archetypes, there's a masterclass coming up. I'll see it right now. There'll be, there'll be some commercials, but it's coming like closer to the date. June 20, June 20th week is the week of the five day um, saboteur expanded love masterclass. Knowing your saboteur archetypes is so helpful because then you can see like if you're not, if you're wondering if you're settling, well, like if your controller is leading your love life and you're attracting men who, like you said, show up 5% of the time and you keep tolerating it, yeah. well, you're also being the controller. You're also over-functioning. So if you were to dial that back and not like when you learn how to come from your real authentic aligned self, your heroine, I call it in your relationships. It doesn't mean you're going to be in that part of you in every moment. Of course, you're going to get hijacked by your patterns. But when you have awareness of these different parts and you know where you're coming from within yourself when you're dating, it's it's not even a question. Like you're clear if it's aligned or not aligned. The moment Jeff and I weren't aligned anymore, I knew. But the, the, we had to go through some things. It was a, I had to go to Costa Rica for a while. Like we had to do this thing to get to the place of completion. But I was clear that it wasn't aligned a couple of years, like the last couple of years of the relationship, I was clear that it was coming to an end. And so it, it, you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself. You can't, if you're just asking, am I settling? Your focus is on the other person. There's an inherent judgment in that. Like, am I settling for that guy or that woman? Am I settling versus wait, how am I showing up? Like you said this, how am I showing up in the relationship? What part of me is leading? And do I feel good in this relationship? Do I feel like I can fully be myself? Do I feel like I'm growing? Uh, so, so let's circle into the circle back to the, the settle down thing you said. So the word settle, it's so funny that the fear in relationship is, am I settling? But every woman's like, I just want to settle down when you're in fantasy addict, pre-wedding, pre-whatever. I just want to meet someone and settle down. And we're taught that we should all settle down. And as children, when we're wildly expressed and beautiful, bright, ex gifted souls, we're told in school to settle, settle down, kids, settle down. And then all of a sudden, that becomes our own narrative. And we're like, I just want to settle down with someone. And then people settled down. They put themselves in a box. They turn all the lights off and they wake up one day completely repressed in their relationship, blaming their partner, thinking they're settling, blaming, you know, something else or blaming themselves, feeling like they're not good enough. And it's because they turned all the lights off. You settled down. Like may that never be your intention is to settle down in relationship, but to keep expanding who you are. And if your relationship, you know, I believe that maybe not all beings are meant to have expansive growth-based relationships. But if you are listening to the New Truth Podcast and you keep coming back, your soul is meant to have a different experience. You're meant to have more meaningful, deepening experiences. And all of your relationships get to be expansive like that. All of your relationships get to be an opportunity for you to grow more into who you are, for you to learn how to be more vulnerable and how to be more real and how to be more in your power or more sexually expressed or more sensual or more like you get to have that. And it starts with your relationship with yourself, but you get to have that. And so if you feel like you're settling, I mean, check yourself, check. You need to know what's happening inside of you because your heart knows if something's aligned and something's not aligned. And for me, the feeling of being met when I was trying to explain it to that client, I was like, I feel like it's really an individual thing too. Like it's just a feeling. 
of I feel it in all of my friendships and the women who stay in my life, who I deepen with, I feel so met. I was talking with Amy yesterday and talking with her about how she and I have only met in person twice in real life. You and I have only met in person three times in real life. That's insane. It's insane. Like you are like my <laughs> wife and we only have a virtual marriage and like Amy and I are so close too. And it's unbelievable the depth of connection that you can experience when you are met. That's being met. You can even do it virtually. So it's uh it's a feeling it's all about again it's the relationship with yourself and how you're showing up and the pain for me of the fairy tale and the old paradigm is it's always about getting the other person the focus is on the other person it's this fantasy of I don't actually have to do any work on myself I just have to you know put myself on a dating app or show up and then all of a sudden I'm living happily ever after or all the tv shows where you only see the easy you only see the quote-unquote easy part which is the dopamine serotonin oxytocin chemical cocktail of falling in love but then we don't have any experience with people staying in love, right? And sustaining love. And what I I wanted to say too, it takes courage to stay and it takes courage to leave, right? It, it takes courage to say, I deserve more. I deserve to be met. I'm not going to be the only one carrying the relationship anymore. And it takes courage to say to someone, because I, I really do see in most of my couples work, women are either really demanding of how they want their partner to show up. So never actually give them a chance to show up or thanks to personal development, the shadow of personal development now is we have all this fucking judgment huh. on you. Guess what? You are not better than anyone else because you've done personal development work. And what has, what was so beautiful about meeting Andrew was I didn't need, I never was looking for someone exactly like me. Why would I look for someone who's done the level of personal development I've done? It's insane when I think about how much shit I've done and how much money I've spent. And there are people who are very functional in the world without having to go to 500,000 fucking workshops. And this place of what are you judging? Like if you're judgmental of someone else, then you actually miss what's available. And when the focus is on them, like you sizing them up, you judging them, you thinking they should be different, right? You're not getting vulnerable to what it means to stay in a relationship, which might be that you make a request to do something together, or you take a stand for the kind of relationship you want and you let that person rise with you or not. I think it's one of your mentors, right? That says evolve or dissolve. Yes. And Mariana came up with that. (laughs) that This like, you have to be the one willing to take a stand for what you want, whether you're already in relationship or not. It is so vulnerable to take a stand for what you want. It's so vulnerable to say, I'm not going to follow the old paradigm of love. I am going to have a bigger desire for myself partnered with the ebbs and flows and seasons of change of relationship, because the other side of the settling conversation for me is, is we have a culture now where we have never asked for more of our romantic partnership than now. 
I mean, the, we have quite unrealistic, like the fan, the fairy tale is unrealistic. And then that's a whole other side of like, we have tremendous unrealistic expectations. It's actually not your partner's job to make you feel a certain way. It's not their job to make you feel loved, make you feel happy, make you feel special. You have to be able to cultivate that feeling on your own. And then you're going to have that feeling experienced in the relationship because you've set yourself up to be treated a certain way. And when I was going through my relationship and, and asking myself every single day, you know, I, I, why am I doing this? Cause I couldn't leave and I couldn't stop. And it totally was settling. You know, I had to get honest with like what my part was in that. And everything changed for me when I stopped blaming him and labeling him and just saying, and, and my, my coach said to me, Catherine, why are you okay with someone who's okay behaving like this? That's your problem not his, right? Mm -hmm. He's totally fine behaving the way that he's behaving rather than what a minute, I wait a minute, I'm not okay, right? I'm not okay. And that that's the difference between if you just keep asking, am I settling, which is the wrong question into, wait a minute, am I okay in this relationship? How am I showing up? Do I feel met? Am I cultivating a life outside of the freaking relationship? Or am I asking the relationship to be my source of joy and happiness and love and connection? And the only place I have, you know, both of us, I, I mean, I just spent the past well, one, I've spent the past like four weeks now at two, two baby showers and two friends came to visit me. And all I have been feeling is how deeply connected I am to so many people in my life. And, you know, my one friend who had just visited, I haven't seen her since 2020, you know, haven't spent quality time with her, but we talk every freaking day, you know, like con connection, the quality of your connection is about how do you each show up moment by moment. Yeah. And you have to decide it's not about changing people. We have to stop that, right? It's change yourself. Take a look at yourself. What is important to me? How am I showing up? Am I being the throw away your stupid list of a partner and uh -huh. say to yourself, what kind of partner do I want to be? What kind of partner do I want to be? What are the qualities of partner that I want to embody? And how do I want to bring myself? And guess what? That's the secret. When you commit to that, you will be met because the universe yeah. can't help but reflect that back to you. Totally. It's so true. And the, this, I want to go back to changing people. Like it's, it's, it becomes a growth based relationship when you take radical responsibility for what you're contributing. It's so easy. And the saboteur thrives off righteousness. The saboteur always wants to be right. It always wants to look at what everyone else is doing wrong or what you're doing wrong. Like it comes from a state of blame. But when you actually take responsibility for how you feel, for how you want to feel, for how you're showing up in the relationship, hey, wait, I notice I'm bitter and resentful in my relationship because I've been in self-sacrificer or I've been in fantasy pretending this guy is something he is not or pretending this woman is something she is not. If you are in fantasy about the relationship, which so many people are, right? It looks good on the surface. Everyone thinks we're happy, but in, meanwhile, I'm miserable inside or we're miserable within our dynamic. What's your part? Take responsibility. I have seen so many women I've worked with who've done the work on unlocking their heroine and no longer letting their saboteur patterns lead. And guess what? Many relationships, as you said, evolve. Many people who you would 
completely not expect to shift, shift, but not because they're pointing the finger going, you need to show up differently. So I don't feel pain that is keeping you in princess powerlessness, but actually you showing up differently, no longer self-sacrificing, learning how to say no, learning what are your yeses and nos. Like when you start to break your patterns and you start to show up differently and you start to take responsibility, like you said, for feeling good, then you can actually have a healthy relationship and it gives space for the other person to shift too. And if they don't, it'll be clear. Like you don't have to sit in your head and figure it out because once you're fully feeling good within yourself, it's crystal clear. I mean, once I went to Costa Rica and realized I wasn't meant to live in Vancouver. It was like the final straw with my relationship of like, it's complete. It's complete. And it's not because it's broken. It's not because it was dysfunctional. It's not because it, it, we had a beautiful relationship. It served a very, very important purpose in my life for seven years. It came to a completion and life set it up so that I got to leave Vancouver. I got to leave the bubble of comfort to actually feel myself fully in my own desires and do some deeper healing. And then when I came back, life called me to Greece. And so that was the final ending. The universe is supporting you. That's something that's so important to remember. You're not alone. Life is always guiding me. And then as soon as I let go, well, now I'm open to totally different experiences. And there's something I've been dating a lot since I've been in, not a lot, that's not true, but I've been dating some. I, as you guys know, I, I delete Bumble and then add it again every <laughs> couple of weeks. Play with it for a minute and then I delete it again. Um, but I have been, you know, having connections with different people and having conversations and, and in my experience, it's so different from where I am within myself because I don't need anything. I'm not showing up on the date. Like I need someone to rescue me, or I need someone to pay my bills, or I need someone to make me feel good. I need someone to make me believe that I'm good enough, or I need a husband because society tells me that's what I need. There's no part of me that's needing. And so I'm getting to have these much more meaningful connections and have attracted one in particular person who I'm super aligned with and feel very met by as we're connecting and getting to know each other. And it's such a different experience because there's no part of me that's like, why aren't you texting? Why? And, and, and it's just like you said, reciprocal. It's reciprocal because I'm filled up within myself because I'm not coming from my wound. If you're coming from your wound when you're dating, it's not reciprocal. And it's going to be one person is giving more and one person is taking more and it's not going to feel good when you are anchored in yourself and it's not your saboteur that's in charge and the inner child. It is actually your grown ass, wise, worthy queen of a heroine woman. When that part of you is leading, you will experience a totally different type of connection and, and totally different types of relationships, a hundred percent across the board in all your relationships. Something is not better than nothing. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about yes. that, you know, probably need to do an episode on healing the fear of abandonment because what's on the other side, like the pain point of why pain points of why women settle for what they, you know, less than they deserve in relationship is one, because of the fear of abandonment, right? They'd rather have something than nothing. And then two, because of pressure, right? Societal pressure, right? Chasing, well, I'm valuable and worthy because I have a relationship. And one of the things that I've been thinking about lately, and I've went back to reading Untamed because it's the freaking best book ever, that 
you know, when a woman, oh, you're reading it too. Cause it's no, the I best. Bought it. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you claim that your life is for you, mm-hmm. right. When you belong to yourself, first of all, that's the biggest F you to patriarchy there could be right. When you decide that you get to have the life that you dream of, the connections that you dream of, the kinds of people around you that you've always dreamed of. There's a first and a very uncomfortable process of the of all of your conditioning coming up to the surface around that. It was not easy for me to leave my ex. And I feel like there's also a fantasy around growth and healing that we think the work's always easy. Like, oh, I just wave my, you know, say my affirmations and now I'm good. Rather than it requires such tremendous deep digging and a questioning of everything, right? And you have to give up the good girl and you have to give up your inner child. And the women who want to settle down, the women who want to run back into the womb. Yeah. Like you can't actually have a growth-based relationship if you're on, what is growth? Growth is willing to be uncomfortable, Right. Growth is you're willing to be challenged. Growth is you're having to look at yourself rather than so many people. I mean, there are couples that just don't even talk to each other. Right. And that's why we saw the divorce rate skyrocket in 2020, because it became a pressure cooker for everyone's relationship. Once you had to actually face what was going on in your relationship, that's why so many fell apart because people can live their life. Right. We sleep next to each other at night, but we each have two completely separate lives. So I want to anchor a couple of things on just the reality of, of like how to know, um, because I was writing this down last night, knowing you were going to talk about this episode. So the first one is you're doing all of the work, right? Which is the self-sacrificer archetype that you're, if you're doing all of the work in the relationship, you are settling period, right? You are not being met because being met is reciprocal energy. Each person bringing all that they are to the table. Now, if you're doing all of the work before you decide they're going to break up with this person, see what happens when you stop doing all of the work. Yes. Right. Like try that on first and recognize that you should stop be doing all the work anyway, because I'm sure you're not just doing all the work in your romantic relationship. You're doing all the work in all of your relationships and not taking care of yourself or prioritizing yourself to you're making excuses. And I'm sure you have heard all of them, you know, with your clients before too. This is the, this is denial, right? Oh, well, I understand his trauma, Mm. right? Oh, he's just having a bad day or, or you're telling yourself it's a circumstance rather than getting vulnerable to the pattern of behavior that chances are, this is how this person has been showing up since the beginning, or they showed up really well in the beginning, then they landed you. And then they stop showing up because I see that all of the time too. people making a, a conclusions based on how someone shows up for the first two weeks. And then they start a relationship with that person rather than that person was probably just showing up to either have sex with you or put on a show or not have any intention of consistently showing up. So if you're constantly making excuses for their bad behavior, it's not okay. And clearly you're settling. If you give up parts of yourself and we, you talk about this all the time, if you have to hide parts of who you are in the relationship, it's a no, it's, it's not safe. It's not going to be a healthy relationship. Healthy is I can bring all of who I am to the table. Every single part, I can bring my insecurity and doubt and I'm not made fun of. I can bring my spiritual woo woo self and it's embraced, right? I can bring my power 
Cause I don't think we talk about that enough mm-hmm. that healthy men, he- healthy partners are not intimidated by your success. They are not intimidated by your joy. And many of you only know the bonding from your trauma and your wounding rather than bonding from your success and bonding from your happiness and having two people in the relationship say, hell yeah, I want you to succeed. I want you to have everything that you want and I support you and I believe in you. That's a healthy relationship. And making sacrifices, same thing as doing all of the work. If you have to give up not only parts of who you are, if you have to give up parts of your life, you know, I do, I have a lot of pain around people in in my life in the past whose partners told them they couldn't do certain things, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking about the freedom of when I started dating Andrew, like, guess what? I'm someone who goes on retreats. Like I'm someone who's going to want, I personal development is part of my life. I'm going to go away for long periods of time. There were 12 day retreats that I went on in the beginning of our relationship where my phone was actually off (laughs) the whole time, you know, like it's not just sacrificing parts of who you are. Notice if you have to sacrifice parts of your life, have you stopped doing the things that you love, seeing friends that you love, taking the trips that you want. You don't have to do everything with your freaking partner, but you are absolutely settling if you're giving up parts of your life, not just parts of yourself. And then if you can't talk about everything, you are not in a healthy relationship, a securely attached, healthy, extraordinary relationship. I can bring it all to the table. Nothing is out of bound is off limits right? I can bring my disappointments and my upsets in the relationship. I can bring my needs and my desires and my longing. I can bring the things that I'm struggling with. You know, we, we don't. And, and again, here we're back to like fear of abandonment. Women don't bring up certain things, right? Even with the, like, don't bring up what they're wanting when they first started date, start dating someone. And then they stop being able to talk. Right. And then you're just a shell of who you are because you're walking on it. You're, if you're walking on eggshells, you're settling. Huh. You're, you're a shell of who you are. Cause you're saying to yourself, well, I don't want to lose this person, but if you can't talk, what do you, what do you have? You have a roommate, you know, like you have a, a warm body that my God, you're probably having sex with very rarely because who wants to have sex with someone they're not actually connected with. There's no passion and aliveness. If you're not talking right. Great sex is not technique and what's happening in the bedroom. Great sex. All the research shows us at this point, great sex is the result of a secure emotional connection. That is what creates great sex. So you are definitely settling if you can't talk about everything. And I, I remember, oh my God, so many eggshells or anything I brought up would immediately trigger my ex. And then we'd be having this, there we were again, like having the same roundabout fight um, over and over again. And essentially, you know, if you don't have boundaries, you know, boundaries keeps love safe. And if you want to change the person, like if you, if you are in a relationship right now telling yourself, oh, if only X, Y, Z were different about this person, then I'd be happy. You don't love them. And love is acceptance. Love is I cherish and adore exactly who you are. There isn't anything I want to change about you. I don't wish you were showing up differently, right? I don't wish you were different than who you are. Love is acceptance. And for many of us, you know, I've often said the greatest gift you can give someone is acceptance of who they are. 
And in a dating relationship, maybe you're going to be the first person who ever did that for someone. But now we're back to the relationship is with yourself. If you don't accept who you are, that's why you're doing all of these <laughs> behaviors in the first place. And when you have, I mean, I think self-love is radical self-acceptance, right? Self-love is I don't want anybody else's life. Self-acceptance is I love exactly who I am, all, all of my imperfections and my past. I have no shame about my past behavior. I'm not trying to be perfect, right? I embrace who I am. You know, how many times have we talked about this, that this is what's so fun about the podcast, how different we actually are, but that, and then of course I have so many things that are the same, <laughs> that are the same, but that, that place of like, not trying to be you and you not trying to be me, but being able to compliment each other. And that's what's happening in a relationship too. Yeah. A lot of women try to morph their partner into them, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I'll be happy if you were exactly like me. We don't, we really like lost the art of acceptance and when you're full of fear and when you're desperate and when you're needy for a relationship and you are not happy, then that's how all these behaviors come out. And what is, it is hard to transform and heal. Like I, that's the bad news, <laughs> you know, like it, I wish so many people wish it was overnight. And of course they do, because that's the world we live in now one click of a button and I can, you know, freaking put a filter on my face and, and look like a completely different person. But the reward, the reward of you actually doing work. And I want to like, say this too, just reading a bunch of books and listening to this podcast is wonderful. It's wonderful. We want you to listen to the podcast, <laughs> but that's not doing work on yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, doing work is the deep digging that says, how am I behaving? What are my thought patterns on a daily basis? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? How am I still behaving like a child in my life, right? Radical on it. You know, we keep talking about radical um, responsibility. I think radical honesty is, is partnered with that too. And that takes a lot, a lot, a lot of courage. And that's where, I mean, I think self-esteem and self-acceptance comes from too. Like I have choices. If I can look honestly at myself, then I can gain everything I need for how to transform my life. Cause I'm not wanting other people to be different. I can show up for me. And I've just seen it countless times when we're unwilling to engage in all the behaviors I just mentioned and are staying connected to yourself and focused on them. I and look what just happened to you. Like it became effortless to attract someone at the, uh, the quality that you have now, you know? And like that, that actually is the magic. If you are putting in, if you're trying so hard, that's actually repelling um, people from you. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so, uh, you said so many amazing things. Wow. Mic drop. <laughs> and I, I'm so glad you brought up honesty because I feel like that's the the core of, of living from your heroine of living from the truth of who you are and no longer your saboteur patterns or your wounds or your protective mechanisms. When you are honest with yourself, when we are operating in pattern, our life is about how other people perceive us. Yes. And when you are operating from your soul and from the truth of who you are, 
your world is about your own inner experience and how you feel and when you feel, and you know, some women who are really far on the other side of the pendulum might think that sounds selfish, but um, it's your life and you being sacredly selfish centered within yourself is the most important thing. And you are a much more enjoyable human to be around when you are living from that place. And so yeah, I just feel like honesty, this is such an important part. I think of all the relationships that I stayed in when they weren't aligned and, um, or all the men I had sex with that wasn't aligned or all the, you know, whatever friendships I stayed in that weren't aligned jobs, probably my worst has been jobs working for people who felt really toxic to be around. It's, like, where am I lying to myself? Where's this coming from within you? That's how you know yourself as you start to separate the stories in your mind of who you should be, what your life should be like. Oh, I need to stay in this relationship because I'm 35. Let me tell you all my clients who are, you know, in their forties plus who are divorced and, you know, um, made that decision for from the wrong place. will will tell you, do not do it. Do not walk down that path. Like you can, I mean, we can always correct and continue as we go. But if you're making choices to be in a relationship, to date someone, to marry someone, to have kids with someone because you think you should, because of the timeline, because of your age, because of your friends are doing it, because it's the next step, because you don't want to be alone, like check yourself. Where is this decision coming from? Is it coming from truth? It's just like, because it feels right, because it feels aligned, because it feels good, because I feel seen, because I feel cherished, because I feel respected and honored and loved because I, and it feels reciprocal. Like, where are you making your choices from? And so I think a great practice um, to start with, if this is a question that you're playing with, to start with, like, what are all the stories that are keeping me here? What are all the reasons why I'm staying? So you can actually call yourself out. You can actually see on paper all the reasons why you're staying in this relationship that doesn't feel aligned. And then when you get honest with yourself and start to take responsibility for whatever it is you're trying to get from the other person, oh, I'm staying because he has money, because he, like, what are the reasons that you're actually still there? And then take responsibility for those things within yourself. See if the relationship shifts. If it doesn't, move on. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So we love you. And if this was helpful and you know someone who needs to hear it, please share this Send episode. Send it to all your sisters her. who are settling. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and join us in the movement of it actually is still about love. Yes. But it's the love that's real, not yeah. the love that we've been fed, not the love that is fake, not the love that's actually super temporary because it's a high yeah. right of the beginning, but a love that's everlasting. It's so different. It feels so different. Like I just think of my, how my friendships feel now to how I always loved my friends because I just have a big heart and I love people, but like how I feel in all my relationships now and the depth of knowing each other's souls and each other's like every corner and just the, the love and the care and the support and the like, it is so different. And may you have that in, may you not settle in any Any. fucking relationship in your life. You deserve to feel met and to feel aligned with every person in your life. So send this episode to all your friends and thank you so much. We love you. We'll see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. 
for more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon. <laughs>